0: The U.S. Geological Survey is currently studying the effects of the recent earthquake that hit our neck of the woods over the weekend. While minor earthquakes are common in Northern California, geologists are puzzled at seeing a quake of this magnitude in Shasta County. Fortunately, the epicenter was in a remote area northeast of Redding. No casualties have been reported or are expected due to the low population density but residents are advised to stay clear of the area while authorities assess the damage. According to Emily Montoya of the California Public Utilities Commission, the greatest danger would come from the fallen electrical lines that might still have power running through them. We'll keep you updated as the situation unfolds. The last few hours are a bit of a blur right now. I'm recording this from a room at a motel in the middle of nowhere. I am physically and emotionally drained, but I feel the need to record what happened this night. However, I am only recounting these events. I make no claim of understanding how or why they occurred. One of Dr. Samuelson's goons jumped me from behind and restrained me. Samuelson drew the same long bladed knife I saw in my dream. I was forced to watch as he slit the throats of all the missing children. He saved Denise for last, though. I don't know if it was part of whatever sick ritual he was performing or if it was intentional. I could only stare into her eyes and whisper, I'm sorry, while I watched her die. Vanessa drew a knife from her bag and attacked Samuelson. Maybe she had some remorse for what she did. Maybe the reason she brought me was because she hoped I would somehow be able to stop the ritual. Maybe she thought if she killed Samuelson, she could take possession of whatever unholy power was summoned. I don't know. Her efforts were for naught. Samuelson merely waved his hand and threw her across the room, she hit the wall with a sickening thud and slumped to the ground, dead. After the sacrifice was complete, the symbols on the ground began to glow. The ground shook and Samuelson disappeared. This took the person holding me off guard and I was able to break free. Fortunately, I brought my father's handgun with me, so I drew it from inside my coat pocket and used it to take out as many of the cultists as I could. I left the underground chamber and saw Samuelson surrounded by a red glow. The ground was shaking and I could see the black mass, the evil entity from my dreams forming above him. I reloaded my gun and fired at Samuelson until the magazine was empty. He laughed at me. What happened next? I don't know how this happened, but the spear of light from my dreams formed in my hand. I don't know how. I don't know why. It, it just happened. All I can say is Dr. Samuelson was just as surprised as I was. I ran it through his chest, killing him instantly. I held the spear up and focused all my will. The light intensified and drove the entity back to whatever hell it came from. However, I was not strong enough to undo the process that Samuelson started. This is going to sound crazy, and I don't know how I know this, but I just know it. I could feel reality unravel around me as the ground shook even more violently. I ran back to my car as fast as I could and drove away. I was tempted to stop home, but my instinct told me to keep driving. The landscape around me grew more chaotic. The trees grew and shrunk and the ground started undulating. I somehow knew stopping would be a bad idea. So I kept driving. I just kept driving until the ground stopped shaking and things returned to normal. I wanted to go back home. I wanted to return to Lone Tree. But I'm just too exhausted right now. I need rest. I need time to process what just happened.
1: After listening to the tapes, I did some research. I was able to confirm that there were several missing children reported in that area around the time when Charlie would have been graduating high school. I was able to find police reports on four of the missing children mentioned in the recordings, Daniel Hernandez, Ella Kramer, Peter Brandt, and Tony Solomon. I also found a report on a fifth child named Jessica Porter, who was not mentioned. However, I couldn't find any records on the sixth missing person, Denise Norbert. Then, I found this recording, buried on an unmarked tape.
0: Well, this will be the last recording I make. I can't take this anymore, and if it wasn't for these recordings, I wouldn't believe what had happened over the last few months was real. I returned to Lone Tree to where the town once stood, but it was just an empty field. There was no trace of anything. No roads, no building foundations, nothing. In my mind's eye, I could still see the homes, The gas station, the general store I used to work at, and the grocery store. I could hear the voices of my family and friends that once lived there as a faint echo in the back of my mind. But that is not all. The names of some, though not all of the surrounding roads have changed. I asked around and no one remembers Lone Tree. Rural Route 64, or the excavation that took place there. People looked at me like I was crazy or on drugs. The McDonald Museum of Northern California doesn't exist anymore either. When I went to that location, it was replaced by a shopping mall. I called UCLA and asked to speak to Dr. Saul Samuelson. The operator searched the directory and informed me there was no record of a staff member by that name. I reached out to my mom and dad's surviving family members. They had no idea who I was. They didn't even know my mom and dad. They had no knowledge of them or my sister. They asked if I was playing a sick joke and threatened to call the police. Everyone... And I mean everyone I grew up with and most of the people I have known in my life are gone. Vanished from history as if they never existed. The few people outside of Lone Tree I did know have no knowledge of me or my family. I think I now know what that dark entity meant when he told me that I was alone. I should destroy these tapes. They bring back nothing but painful memories. I recorded over some of the sections of the tapes, but... Then I stopped. For some reason, I feel compelled to keep the rest intact. If anyone else ever listens to these tapes, they might come off as the rantings of a lunatic. But these are all I will ever have to remind me of my friends... And family that I will never see again. The only thing I have going for me is that my bank account didn't disappear. So, between that and the money I received as graduation gifts, at least I had enough funds to stay in cheap hotels and campgrounds as well as cover my other expenses. I took the odd job here and there to supplement my dwindling savings, but I can't keep this up forever. There is nothing left here for me. I enlisted in the Army and next month I leave for basic training. Assuming I make it out of that alive, I am going to move out of California, probably out east. I want to get as far away from this state as possible. My old life is gone forever. I can only forge ahead I need to find new meaning and new purpose for my life.
1: Let me sleep for one more day The light just spoils my dreams This is why I want to stay in Neverland I close my eyes once again Forest at night, the skies lit by the moon. Wondering if I'll be alright, so feeling cold and June. Talking to the trees at night, I hear the forest soon. Watch the ravens taking flight and wailing. sleep for one more day, the light just pours my dreams, this is why I want to stay in Neverland. I spread out my wings and rise, the young crown king of the skies, easily I'll break through the clouds, know only the sun is in dark blue sky, I hear the deserts too, what's eternal and so dry? Spoils my dreams, this is why I wanna stay in Neverland. I spread out my wings and rise, the young crown king of the skies, easily I'll break through I'm not afraid to for one more day The line just spoils my dreams This is why I want to stay in Neverland I spread out my